Welcome back to another episode of Scarves Up. I'm here in the Anime Moodis with Dave Moodis, as always. And a uh, lot to get to today. We yeah. got Gold Cup, uh, big signing for the LA Galaxy. We'll talk about that. Do we and, have to talk about the Sounders this week? And then, of course, talk about the Sounders and the Sounders coming up next, uh, next Saturday. Here on a Wednesday. Uh, so... Chicago, that game was on Saturday, 91st minute, Jason Johnson decides the game, and I think, I felt pretty unlucky, I think we deserved one point, I think it would have been fair for both teams to end in a point, both teams had good chances. I'll say I would have been happy to get out with a one point, I thought we, they had more chances to score than we did. Uh, but it's definitely tough to give away the goal right at the very end like that. I thought Troy Perkins had a good game. I thought Christine Rodon, he played very well. Uh, but uh, Troy Perkins, he he played well coming in his first start of the season. And he played well. He did well coming in for 7-5, 7-5. He's probably going to be back for the Colorado game, but we'll have to find out on Saturday. Saturday, so let's talk about that game. Colorado, Colorado, they still are the bottom team in the in the Western Conference. So you, this should be a good time for the Sounders to get healthier again. We only, uh, we do you know who will be leading the Sounders' attack? Will it still be Tyrone Mears, or will we get back some players finally? Uh, it will most likely be Nagel and Chad Barrett for the attack. But so far, uh, Tyrone Mears Papa, has been our most dangerous person. Marco Papa, uh, he it, not yet. Gomamata hasn't been eliminated yet. And how about Obafemi? Any news about him? Third place, Obafemi. He's he's still out. Uh, but uh, what? But uh, we'll see if we'll get Marco Papa back. He'll definitely not be back for this game. Uh, game we'll have to. Find out uh, later when all the kill matches have been completed. Uh, but Colorado game, I I think we'll play normal lineup. It, it I don't think there's much, there's gonna be any changes. I think Tomas was not even playing well. Lonzo. Sweet. He, who was in the midfield back. in the last game? Last game, Rodon, Tom, Tomas, uh, Pineda, and Alonso. So Alonso was in. Lonzo wasn't in the last game. Okay. Lonzo has had has started the last, the last two, two games. games and he's I was so glad to have him back two well, weeks he, ago, but this last week I didn't feel like his influence was there. I thought he was playing well. Kristen Radon had a shot, had his shot off the crossbar. Right. That was a great, great strike. Unlucky, though. And I, I think he should be happy with the way he played. But let's. So Colorado, uh, they they're sitting on twenty one points. They played nineteen games, and we also like they played one more, and they only have twenty three. But if Colorado, I mean, they have the players to score goals, but they they're just not winning. They they they're tying a lot. Right. And I, I, but even I mean, so, they're only eleven points behind us. There's a lot of parity right now in the Western Conference. I think there's a. I think there's a lot of, there's a chance that 
Yeah, they were, they were tough. I mean, tough. I mean, we only beat Colorado 1-0 when they came to CenturyLink before. And uh, I and I'm, I think 1-0 is going to be the scoreline here. Hopefully more. Let's Who do you get think will get the goal? Going. I think Chad Barrett. I think Chad Barrett will get the goal. I'm going to guess Chad Marshall or Tyrone Mears. So, Sounders will continue uh, to lead okay. from the back. Defense is scoring. Offset pieces, probably. So, Sporting Kansas City, LA, LA Galaxy, Portland Timbers, FC Dallas, Vancouver Whitecaps, and the Sounders. Right now, top six of the West, right. but only separated by two points. Sporting Kansas, Kansas City, City has actually Kansas. got the strongest record since they've got three Sporting games Kansas. in hand and only two points. They got three the points, and, and they can get. They can go on a run. They yeah. can go on a day. They start winning. Winning. Yeah, they've only trouble. lost three games all season. Sanders say they've only played 18 games, so if they win their last games, they can move up to 31, and then they would be in fourth place. They're playing on Friday. Friday against the Galaxy in at the StubHub Center. Houston, they play 19. 19, they trail San Jose by one point. Point, but they... But uh, I think they'll... Start playing well, but RSL, not a good season for them so far. They yesterday they won they got a one zero win over the Galaxy at home in the US Open Cup and that was one of their best games I would say say is they, they take home home and they'll move on uh to the sem to the semin Semi-finals, I believe. Who did the Galaxy play in that game? Did the Galaxy play a full-strength team? Yeah, both teams. Both teams put out their starting lineup. And in the end, RSL gets the win at home. Uh, gives the Galaxy. RSL, they struggle against teams like Colorado. And last year, they struggled against Chivas a bunch. But LA Galaxy and other strong teams, they play well. And it's very surprising. So we have to talk about this this Sunday match. Sporting Kansas uh wait, no, not Sporting Kansas City, I don't know what I was saying. New York City FC versus Toronto FC. First, David Villa, sick fifteenth minute around the fifteenth minute, hits in a free kick off the post, and this was a beauty. Really, there's Great really great strike. Gets it around the wall. And New York City's leading at home 1 0. 0. Then later, penalty is called. Called. And, but. Givinko. He cannot put it away. Then, minutes later, another penalty. This time it's for New York City FC. David Villa fails to convert the pe the penalty save sa is saved by the Toronto keeper and Patrick Mullins from a hard angle puts it into a dangerous place and takes a deflection off the center back and they've called it an own goal. Even though I I think this is Patrick Mullins' goal. I mean it was hard angle and somehow. He got it in the direction of goal. I think that should go for Brad Mullins. Then, it would be the Givinko 
story. Divinko. He scored. He scored first. First showing his skill, and then he scored three times in one half. A hat trick, and he puts up Toronto. Toronto three to two. Then second half. The scoring was not half, done. David V. Um, another penalty is called, and this was a penalty. I thought was bad. I thought you thought it shouldn't have been a penalty. Not a penalty. Not a penalty. Oh, by the way, in the first half, one of Steve Hinkins' go was a penalty, yep. which he converts. Well, the David Villa penalty in the second half. David Villa puts the ball out in front of him. He's not going to get to it. He, he then trips and falls down, and the ref points to the spot. No penalty is the correct call, but yeah. 10 on goal points to the spot for the fourth time, and it is 3-3. Three, three. But a then new record for penalties in the game? New record, yeah. Four penalties. It's pretty remarkable. And, and we really got to see, see how 10 on goal likes his penalty stance. Same time, feet apart, points to the spot. Four times. Yeah. And the best part is, he holds it for like five seconds. Then, G. Vinko, he runs down the left side, passes it across. Has to give Toronto, Toronto another goal to make it 4-3. And then in the late minutes of the game, it is Patrick Mullins who puts it in from short. And the game ends, New York City 4, Toronto 4. So, Toronto FC, they have played 17 games and they have 24 points. Points. And uh, DC United, they have 35 points. But Toronto has played four last games than them. So if they, uh-huh. they, they, if they go on a, a run they win, and win their next couple of games... If, I mean, Toronto has a great record. They've won seven, lost seven, they've tied three. So so not the best record, but they win their next four games. That's 12 points, and they could be in first. First, uh, and be on a line to pass D.C. United. But I, I want to hear your thoughts about New York City FC. They just signed... They just signed Pirlo, and, and of course Lampard, he just showed up. Right, it'll be interesting to see and how they play been together. Playing better. They've now had, they now have 21 points, and they played 19 games. Yeah, so, and, and still certainly not far behind, only one win off of the base for the playoff spot. And yes, but still, if Chicago gets one, but Chicago, they've only played 17 games, and if they, and two games... By New York City FC. See, Chicago's in uh, is is in last right, place. They win find, one game. New York City and could New find, York City themselves, find in themselves in last. But still the difference between last and second is only five points right now. And I mean yes, Pirlo and Lampard are good, but they're good when you put good players around them and, and when and when you have and the 
And the Sounders have we'll done have a, to see how they react to the, the Sounders have been done a good job of putting players around them, Dean Martins, who who will help them score. And that's one of the reasons. So we'll really have to see if this helps them. I mean Toronto Divinko is really stealing the show. But uh I mean I I'm very interested to see how much of an impact he makes. Now, one other signing that was made, that on the hands of the Mexican striker, Giovanni Dos Santos. He has been signed as another designated player for the Galaxy. <coughs> so what do you think of the Sounders signings? We've got Eric Freeberg. Eric Freeberg? He, he, wait, he's back? He's back. I did not hear that. I don't know if you've also heard, there's a possibility the Sounders may be able to get another designated player. They've changed the salary cap rules so that Alonzo can be paid what he's being paid now and not be a DP. So that means the Sounders potentially have one extra DP slot open. So who do you think we should go for? Well, we're in the middle of a transfer window, so we really could see anyone. But So Divina Dos Santos, he has scored many goals for Mexico, and he's the third DP for the Galaxy, uh, being Robbie Keane, uh, Gerard, and and him. So but, Gonzalez uh, isn't the DP? Oh, maybe he is the third one. Not, not really sure. But Dos Santos and, Dos Santos and uh, Robbie Keane seem like a good pair. And then when you also have Jazzy Zardes, I mean, it's going to be tough. <coughs> the Galaxy is a good team. They have good players. But they've seemed so up and down this year. <coughs> sometimes they seem like they're really strong, and sometimes they go and lose these one nothing games. You know, they have good team. They, they're a great team, but... <coughs> I guess, having watched the Sounders this year, we pretty we pretty much have to understand that even a good team can have some rough patches. And this is the time in their season when they flip from losing a lot to winning a lot. It's true. The LA Galaxy do seem to get stronger <laughs> as the season goes on. And they well, have a second team. They They have so many good players, and it's hard for them to get them all to play. When they have Sebastian the Jet and Juninho and Jossie Sardes and Robbie Keane and now Dos Santos, it's hard to give them all playing time when they're all good players. So it's going to be very interesting, especially with Gerard now coming in, to see how it happens, how this happens, and how they play now. So. Who do you think is uh, the Sounders? Who could be the next DP? You know, I don't know. It's <laughs> always hard to predict what's going to happen on the international scene. Do you um, think it's a midfielder? Do you think it's a defender? I've heard that they're looking for an attacking midfielder. <laughs> uh, somebody, you know, younger than Pineda to play in that same kind of role. But I really don't know. I can see that. I can also see them looking... For uh, another, for another defender. Yeah. 
Always I mean, lots of things to go to. Is good, but we don't I'm really happy have with Tyler and Mears. But I don't think you look for a DP for your backup. <coughs> Mostly, I just want to get Obafemi and Martin, you know, back. And and Obafemi Martin, he's making a fast recovery, but he won't be back for the Colorado game. So, uh, two games we haven't talked about. Uh, first, U.S. versus Haiti. That game, U.S. winning two-one. Dempsey got the first had the first goal. Yep, that was a fun game to watch. A little bit of beating up over beating beating up on a weaker opponent, and mm. then in our last game, we Nick were supposed Lombardowski, to be beating. He got another one. Supposed to be beating up on a weaker opponent. We almost failed to beat them up. Well, I mean, both Gills in this game were very lame. I mean, Las Perez and then Michael Bradley, there were really nothing the keeper could do about it. They're both really pretty lame, if you ask me. But we advance in first. We'll play again on the 15th, on the 18th, at 5 o'clock on Fox. <coughs> well... We'll be back son, uh, Monday, probably, uh, talking about the Colorado match and the Sanders okay, match we'll after that. The US game. Talk, we'll talk, uh, well, the U.S. won't play on a plane yet, but we'll talk about the, we'll be previewing the Montreal versus uh, the Sanders as well. Well, I think it's time for us to, to for us to. I think we covered everything, and I think I need to help my voice. So uh, we'll see you. We'll see you next time on Scars Up.